On this 22nd Wednesday in Ordinary Time, let us pray with a reading from the Holy Gospel according to St Luke. After Jesus left the synagogue, he entered the house of Simon. Simon's mother-in-law was afflicted with a severe fever, and they interceded with him about her. He stood over her, rebuked the fever, and it left her. She got up immediately and waited on them. At sunset, all who had people sick with various diseases brought them to him. He laid his hands on each of them and cured them. And demons also came out from many, shouting, You are the Son of God. But he rebuked them and did not allow them to speak, because they knew that he was the Messiah. At daybreak, Jesus left and went to a deserted place. The crowds went looking for him, and when they came to him, they tried to prevent him from leaving them. But he said to them, To the other towns also I must proclaim the good news of the kingdom of God, because for this purpose I have been sent. And he was preaching in the synagogues of Judea. This is the Gospel of the Lord. Pride and arrogance end up making the heart of man sick, your heart and mine. On the other hand, meekness and humility are balm for the soul. They bring peace to the souls of those who follow Jesus' teachings. For everyone who exalts himself will be humbled, but the one who humbles himself will be exalted. Everyone who overestimates himself or who believes himself to be better than he really is because others put him in a privileged position, will end up being humbled. Sooner or later, he'll end up recognising that he is formed out of clay, like all human beings. This is what Jesus was referring to in Sunday's Gospel. Humility, which means seeing and recognising ourselves as God knows us, is the virtue that puts us in the right place, where we belong, beyond worldly positions and honours other people ascribe to us, which are transitory. That's why humility proves to be more necessary when we're high up in the world's view. The Word of God is often transformed into comfort for the heart, comfort that sometimes reaches us in the most unexpected ways, comfort that penetrates our soul like raindrops from a torrential downpour. Suddenly it makes a sound, then it dampens everything, It drenches everything like a bucket of water that refreshes life as well as the heart. Other times the word of God is comforting like the drops of water that filter through the roof, like a slow leak, gently and silently, and it seeps through little by little, almost imperceptibly, and when you realise it, you are already soaked in Jesus. Be that as it may, one must always listen with this certainty. Everything I hear is good for me, even if at first it doesn't seem so, even if you don't yet perceive the fruits, even if you don't understand much. Repeat that to yourself, believe it, and you will see that everything is different. You will see that sooner or later, if you persevere, your life will change at the pace that God wants it to change. Don't look only for extraordinary things. Great things begin in silence and in the perseverance of daily life. 
You don't change the world by shouting, by punching with anger, nor with blows. We can only change our lives, become saintly, thanks to the grace that is acting in us, as God wants it and when he wants it. The very life of Jesus is an example of what I am trying to tell you. The life of Jesus is a model for us in all his dimensions. This we cannot forget. Not only in terms of his goodness, in terms of his morals, but in terms of the way he faced things, what he chose and what he didn't choose, how he lived, what kind of life he preferred to live. Jesus chose to be a man and live as a man. He was not a superman or a god who came to pretend he was a man so that we would believe that he was a man. No, all these concepts are misinterpretations, plain heresy. Jesus was God with all his being and man with all his being. He is God made man. And it is precisely in that divine point that lies the mystery and the core of our faith in him. In today's gospel, we have heard what might be a summary from a day in the life of Jesus, a spectrum of his public life, his phase of fame, and at the same time in full preparation for death, for his surrender. Jesus does everything in one day, but does everything right and in the right measure. A wise priest once told me, no one can accomplish more things than the one who does only one thing at a time. You might laugh at this because in this world that we live in, we have the great possibility and the danger of doing several things at the same time, multitasking. In fact, I'm sure that now, while you're listening to this audio, you are simultaneously having breakfast, or driving, or travelling, or fixing up your room, or looking at other things, or thinking about the day that begins or ends. Few are doing one thing at a time. However, Jesus, while he was with us as God, he did one thing at a time. How rare is that? What an inefficient God, an activist from the world today would say. I suggest you look at everything he did in one day, but everything he did, he did in the right time and at the right place. He came out from preaching in the synagogue, healed Peter's mother-in-law, healed many sick people, then expelled and rebuked the demons, went to sleep when he had to, got up early and went to a place alone, retreated when he had to retreat, did not allow himself to be held back and went to another city when he felt he had to. Jesus was true to himself for the good of everyone, even though not even he could reach everyone. What a great lesson. We must also learn from Jesus not to think of ourselves as omnipotent and self-sufficient, assuming we can do everything at the same time, all at once. God is not like that. Why in the world do we sometimes think we should be like that? Thus, today, make an effort to hear the word doing nothing else. When you pray, focus only on your prayer. May we have a good day, and may the blessing of our merciful God, the Father, Son and Holy Spirit, descend upon our hearts and remain with us always. <laughs>